This episode is brought to you by Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, Helmuth Ford of Sigourney, Iowa, uh, Adrian Dickies, a candidate for the state Senate, and two state house reps, Jeff Shipley and Helena Hayes. Thanks, thanks for your support of high school football. Well, Round Guy Radio continuing the coverage of uh, last night's football action, and we got a program uh, that's super popular called This Week with Matt Meek. Welcome program, Matt. Good morning. It's a wonderful summer morning, I guess you could say, with 75-degree weather. Yeah, it's it was a delight. We had week zero weather uh, for the playoffs last night. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, about uh, as good as it gets, and it's probably going to be in short supply uh, days like this for the rest of winter. But uh, anywho, uh, you are tasked with the Iowa City Cedar Rapids area. What uh, you always get to a game? What game were you at last night? Um, last night I went to the City High Davenport Central game. Um, it's been kind of a long season, so I haven't made the trek. To, I was going to make the trek back to Central Iowa last night, but um, I just decided sometimes it's best to stay home and stay local. And uh, so I was at City High last night for the Davenport City game. Um, an enjoyable game to watch as a City High supporter. Um, with my kids going to school there, but a, a 79-0 score there. Um, Davenport Central was outmatched from the get-go. Uh, City had 35 or 40 points in the first quarter. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was out of control. A lot of touchdowns scored by multiple kids. Um, our guy, Quint Tran, had a couple touchdown passes. He got to play. Starting quarterback for City, Drew Larson, was back. Um, running back Ronnie Major was out again with another high ankle sprain, um, but he'll be back. Both be back for the playoffs. And then uh, another really cool moment last night: Ben Keeter was presented his um, Under Under Armour All American Game jersey. Um, he'll be participating in that. Uh, I think it's in January down in Orlando. So um, really cool to have one of the nation's best football players um, in our own backyard, and, and he'll get to go show his talents. And skills on the football field instead of on the uh, wrestling mat at the national level. So um, it was exciting to see that last night and, and get to watch a great group of seniors um, finish their, their last game at Bates Field. Um, 79 points is a uh, point total record for City High. Um, and as some of you just found out here at 10 o'clock, um, the 5A and the 4A standings and the 3A standings are the uh, playoff uh, things came out. Um, City will be traveling to Johnston on Friday for their first round of the playoffs. What did City – are they a one or two seed or what? what uh... um, City actually ended up being an 11 seed. Um, they are going against the sixth seed, Johnston. Um, Johnston's got – they've got some pretty talented kids. Um, but to be honest with you, I think City's had one of those seasons where they played some hard teams. You know, they got beat by Pleasant Valley. They got beat by Dowling. Dowling's the number one seed in 5A. I think Pleasant Valley is the number three seed. Um, so two of their three losses to those teams, and their third loss was to Liberty. So they've been beat by three teams in the top five of each of their classes. So um, I'd be interested to see what's going to happen next week with Johnston. Um, Johnston's got, a, like I said, a good offense. But um, when City's rolling, they're rolling. So it'll be interesting to see how things go next week. Um, for their first round of the playoffs. And that game, that may be a game we're going to be at. I'm trying to decide um, if I'm going to stay home and go to the Liberty game, which is like a mile and a half from my house, or I'm going to take the trip back to Central Iowa to watch us play um, Johnston. 
Yeah, a lot of, a lot of options. Uh, uh, well, what else is going on up there in the Iowa City, Cedar Rapids area? Our guy, the surgeon, a.k.a. Graham Beckham, got back to it last night. Liberty uh, put the clamps on uh, Clinton 42-7. to Graham in three quarters ran or had 269 yards passing and four touchdowns. Two of those touchdowns were our one of our guys, Lucas Meyer. Lucas had a 31-yard touchdown reception and a 56-yard reception. Um, Graham on the season, first-year starter. Uh, I praise the kid all the time. Uh, his coaches praise him. Um, this year, 2,128 yards passing, 27 touchdowns, and three interceptions. Um, Liberty will host Webster City next week um, in the playoffs. That may be a game that I end up going to. Um, but Liberty finishes – um, as the district winner and uh, uh, on to the playoffs, excited to see how how their future, you know, their only loss was to Western Dubuque, who also qualified um, for the playoffs. Um, excited to see what happens with Liberty in the next next couple weeks. Uh, let me ask you about a score here. The Pella Dutch 47, Cedar Rapids, Washington 14. Uh, uh, what kind of, uh, is the Cedar Rapids, Washington down, or is this a big win for the Pella Dutch here? Uh, probably a big win for the Pella Dutch. I know their quarterback, uh, Bo Bush, uh, is a kid that I talked to about playing with us. Bo um, was trained as a quarterback by a former teammate of mine, mine and Joe Brandon. And uh, uh, Cedar Rapids, Washington has some talented kids. They got some, uh, I think they got two at least D1 athletes. Um, a kid named Riles Thompson is one of the fastest kids in the state, runs a 10-600. Um, he's got offers from Texas Tech and uh northern illinois and uh they've got another kid watts mcbride that's a it's a heck of an athlete too kind of surprised by that score but um i wonder if numbers didn't play a role uh, pella has a pretty good football program wash is is trying to get back but wash also qualified for um the playoffs if i saw that correctly so um don't know a whole lot about each team just a snippet about both of those those teams well i know pella just played this brutal early season and lost a lot of games but then they put it together and really won strong. I wonder if they'll qualify for the playoffs. I, I I looked over before we got on to see what teams and what of my kids, who of my kids qualified for. I I don't remember if Pella got in or not. Okay. But uh, outstanding win right there. And uh, yep. they really made people stand up and take notice at the end of the year. That was for sure. So. Yep. Yep. Um, another game, uh, we talk about Western Dubuque on a regular basis. Uh, Western Dubuque last night beat Mason City 36-26. to One of our kids, Clint Grouser, Glosser, ran for 339 yards and three touchdowns. It's a school record um, for Western Dubuque. Another one of our wonderful kids, Caleb Klein, ended the game with an interception and two receiving touchdowns. Um, they are playoff bound. They will be against North. They will be at North Scott um, come Friday. So I'm um, excited to see a couple more of my kids get into the playoffs. Um, another group of my kids from Benton Community. They played Central DeWitt last night, uh, losing a tough game in overtime, the 21 to 14. Um, Benton Community will be in the playoffs at six and three, taking on Independence um, next Friday. Let me ask you about a team up there, kind of an upstart team uh, in the Cedar Rapids area, this Mount Vernon uh, Mustangs. Looked like they, they had a 55-6 win over Benton Shellsburg. Uh, uh, I remember them having a big win early against, I think, Solon, and then uh, – Kind of had had a pretty good season. What do you know about them? Um, I believe they ended up uh, nine and zero. Um, I'm trying to think if they were first in that first in maybe that second in the class. Um, they were ranked in the top five in the class. Um, you know, 
that's the one cool thing I think every coach would agree with me on. Every season's a new season, a new chance. Sometimes you go into a season with expectations and you don't reach those expectations. And sometimes you go into a season with no expectations and you end up 9-0 and and winning the district. Um, that's the fun thing about football. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. Well, what other scores? Uh, you got so much exciting action up there. Yeah, um, uh, one of the games I do want to touch base on is uh, Burlington and Fort Madison played last night. Fort Madison ended up winning 28-14, to beating Burlington. I, I believe that was overtime. It was 28-24. Um, 2824, uh, and it was yep. an unbelievable game. Yep. Um, the running back, uh, Caden uh, Sissel, I believe is his last name, ran for 167 yards and two touchdowns um, for Burlington. I had a chance to talk to him after the game. Uh, they were disappointed. They needed to win that game to get in the playoffs, so a sad way to end their season. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a junior. He's got a chance to come back next year. And then um, I got some playoff scores last night. Um we're moving to the second round now, the playoffs for the smaller schools. West Branch keeps doing what they did, 42-0 to zero last night on South Harden. Um, game's over pretty early. Running back Andy Henson, 14 carries for 144 yards. Um, that may be another option next week is to head to West Branch to catch uh, their second round game. I didn't see who they're going to get. Uh, actually, they get Columbus. Uh, Columbus in the second round, I believe it is, and they've already played Columbus once this year. So uh, that train in West Branch keeps rolling, rolling down the tracks to the to the dome, and they're going to get there sooner than later. Yeah, it looks like they won forty-two to nothing over South Harden. Yep. Well, they're they're my pick to to win the whole thing. Yeah, I think they 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 have uh, for a small school like that, they've got a lot of talent. They've got a, a big offensive line. They've got a quarterback who can throw. They've got a quarterback who can, or a running back who can run. They can do all the right things. When they need a deep pass, they can throw it. And, man, uh, Ty Hughes over there, Ty's got a, a, a plethora of receivers. Um, they have five to seven kids they can get the ball to that can score touchdowns. So um, they're going to be hard to beat. And uh, Coach Peterson has been around the block 17 times or more, and he knows – he knows football, um, and he's adapted to the new style of uh, football and the way things are going. Um, I don't want to put a crown on the on the West Branch Bears yet, but I, I'm shining it up and starting to put the W and the E on the, the, the title for him. <laughs> well, uh, we mentioned the, the, the Pella uh, game there, but how about Pella Christian Eagles 31, Regina Eagles or uh, Regals nothing. What about, uh, uh, what about Regina here? Uh, you know, <laughs> battle of the Catholic schools last night. Um, everybody laughs and talks about how Catholic schools recruit. So last night was a heck of a recruiting match. You know, I don't wonder with Regina. Um, they built some some um, talent towards the end of the season or, or some big wins towards the end of the season. And I don't wonder if, if they just kind of ran into a buzzsaw last night in Pella Christian. Um, they're typically also a very good um, uh, school, make it to the playoffs on a regular basis there. Um so I, I don't wonder if the numbers and some kids being injured and stuff just didn't play into the role of Regina uh, um, kind of taking one on the chin last night against Pella Christian. I always think Pella Christian is just big and strong. They're really big, and they're really strong, and they really <laughs> fight. And, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I just think what happened was they got in a fist fight with Pella Christian, uh, and uh, uh, somewhere around the second half they, they threw in the towel because uh, – uh, it's just really, unless you can really, really match up with them, you know, uh, 
Singer Nikyota played a beautiful house, 13-11 game or something like that. It was a two-point win, low scoring, you know, real hard fought battle. That's uh you're gonna have to, you know, if uh, and I think everybody else they just beat to death. Uh like they did last night. So that was a good one. Well, uh right. what other scores? You got a, a a bunch of teams right in that area. Um we talk about the playoffs. I, I kind of want to talk about uh, one of the one of the teams down kind of in your area. You guys have seen a, a time or two, and you and Scott have seen this year. Uh, Columbus Junction played uh, Macoca Valley last night. Um, uh, the Amagon kid for twenty yards, twenty carries for two hundred and fifty-seven yards and four touchdowns. Um, you know, there's some kids at at lower levels that uh, are just starting to get their name out there having great seasons. And that's one kid. Uh, he was at you and I last week. He's got a, a, or a visit, uh, a game day visit to Iowa coming up. Um, Columbus junction ended up winning that game last night. Uh, there's some real talented kids in this area. And it, it's been a really cool opportunity to watch you guys talk about them and get kids. Uh, let me know about some of these kids that I, I wouldn't know without your guys' show. So, uh, that's one one group, you know. I know they've got another kid, uh, um, a Miller kid that plays for Columbus Junction, that is equally as talented or, or, or has really had a great season, also. So um, that was one score I saw last night um, after last week's game between Columbus Junction and uh, Albertnet. I touched base a little bit with the Albertnet, one of the Albertnet players last night. They beat Bellevue thirty-eight to uh, twenty-seven. Um, Braden Osborne. Um, Talked to him a little bit after the game. Five receptions, 35 yards, didn't play a, a crucial role in the, the 38 points. But, uh, you know, I'm starting to touch base with the smaller schools like you guys have kind of introduced me to. So it's kind of fun on Friday nights to uh, expand my knowledge of Iowa football and some of these smaller schools around eastern Iowa. Um, the bigger schools played a, played some big games last night. One of the games I, I kept touching base with uh, was Linmar and Prairie. Uh, Prairie came into the C into that game ranked, I think, in the top six or seven in five A. Um, Linmar needed a win. Linmar ended up winning the game last night um, by I think ten points. Coincidentally, Linmar and Prairie will play in the first round of the playoffs. So uh, quite the interesting thing to have that happen, where uh, you play the last week of the season and turn around and play in the playoffs the next week. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's ever it's all playoffs from here on out, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know if you're tuned in right now, uh, Dave, but damn, the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes just blitzed uh, Ohio State and ended up sacking the quarterback and causing a fumble. And Iowa is up seven to three in this football game. Who in the world thought Iowa would score a touchdown, let alone a uh, be up seven to three on Ohio State? Well, uh, oh, stranger things have happened, but. Uh... Well, hopefully that that'll that'll bode well. But no, I'm not watching it. I'm, uh, I'm so still going the, through the high school scores from last night. Yeah, it, it that's what I knew. The playoff thing was uh, coming at ten o'clock today, so I was kind of trying to see where the matchups were, who's in what pod. Um, it, it'll be exciting to see uh, see what happens. Um, you know, we talked about City uh, earlier. Uh, I just started to remember that if City does beat Johnston. Um, they will most likely play Ankeny in the second round. Um, that would be a uh, a matchup. Um, both those teams, City High had a seven-on-seven seven tournament this summer, and both those teams played in it. City ended up beating Ankeny. So uh, it's playoff time, man. I love this time of the year. Um, win and go home, that's, that's, that's the hard part for a lot of these kids is that uh, a great season doesn't always end with a victory, right? Only, only five teams in the state, I believe it is five, six, 
five six with eight man. Only uh only six teams get to win their last game of the season, right? So um, a lot of these teams are happy to be in the playoffs. You know, this is the up the higher schools. Uh, they're right back to work this morning. They they won their game last night. Find out their seed, and they're right on top of getting ready for the season um, and ready to go. Um, so it's exciting time for all of us. Yeah, it's a uh, it, it it was a it was a fun night last night, wasn't it? I mean, the the action was coming fast and furious from all over. All the small schools that were playing were playing through all the marbles. And almost all the big schools had some kind of uh, a big implement at the last. Uh, uh, the, uh, there wasn't really anything decided until that last game in the in the bigger schools either, was there? Correct. You know, this is uh, this is what I've loved about this season. Um, this is what I love about what I do with seven on seven. Is uh, a few years ago, I probably wasn't involved in high school football as much as I was, and. Uh, after starting a seven on seven team, it's given me a chance to get more involved, to go to these games on Friday nights, see these kids, go to their senior nights. And man, last night I couldn't sleep. I'm excited for the kids that made the playoffs, the chance, the opportunity that it gives them. I'm excited for the seniors. They get to walk out there with their parents and enjoy the moment. Um, obviously last night I got to enjoy the moment sitting with a couple of the kids. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's never going to change for me. I cried some tears for my guys that, that were seniors last night. Uh, but it's just an exciting time of the year. These kids get, some of these kids are playing in the playoffs for the first time. You know, um, this is Liberty's first playoff experience. Liberty's only been a school um, for a few years now and, and district champs first round of the playoffs school history. Um, it's an awesome time to be a spectator when it comes to high school football in the state of Iowa. There's a lot of great players out there to see, and it's been a whirlwind of a season but it's coming, uh, uh, sadly, it's over, the season part of the season, and the, the playoffs is all that's left. Well, uh, do you have some matchups for us? Uh, could you kind of just quick go over some of the matchups uh, that you're going to be paying attention to in the, in the playoffs next week? Um, I, I definitely – next week we'll be, we'll be locked and loaded, like I said, with City and Johnston. Um, Liberty and West uh, Webster City will probably be a game I may be at. I'll keep my eye on the um, Western Dubuque North Scott game. Um, those two teams played earlier this season. Um, the winner of that game will most likely get Waverly Shellrock. I'm excited to see that. Um, uh, there's a lot of good games in 5A and 4A um, that I'm going to be locked and loaded in. 4A is going to be a 4A is going to be a barn burner, and uh, you know it'll be interesting to see what happens with 5A. Will will Kennedy City High, Pleasant Valley, will the teams from Eastern Iowa contend with the teams from Central Iowa? Or are we going to see Ankeny and, and Southeast Polk in the finals again um, uh, at the end of the season in 5A? Uh, just a lot of good games. And, uh, you know, watching the, the smaller schools, I'm starting to uh, catch up on some of those schools that I don't know a whole heck of a lot about. Yeah, uh, but there, it's, uh, there's a lot of great plays. And that's why Scotty and I started doing this, really, was because, you know, uh, it's hard enough for a great player in Muscatine to get noticed, much less at Columbus Junction or at Pekin. Or, but we said, gosh, look at all these great players in these small schools, and uh, uh, someone needs to be their champion. And uh, uh, it's benefited everybody that likes high school football in Iowa, don't you think? Yeah, as we speak of Muscatine, um, I do want to give a special shout-out to a kid that I've got to know very well this year. Um, I know we're going to try to have him on here. 
Um, Ty Kozad last night in, in a losing effort. Um, you know, Ty would have loved for his team to win. Um, they got beat last night, but Ty had 37 carries for 234 yards. He ended the season with 2,102 yards and 20 rushing touchdowns. He becomes the first 5A player in the state. Now, um, an asterisk next to that because we just moved to 5A uh, a couple years ago having a, a 5A, but he becomes the first 5A um, person in the state of Iowa to run for 2,000 yards in a season. And uh, I, I don't care what, what people say, what, what other people would say about it, um, 2,000 yards in a season when you've been keyed on for the last probably four or five games, um, the hits, uh, the coming back each game ready to play, knowing that everybody – that's an, that's an amazing feat. Um, that's, you know, you look at a kid like Nolan DeLong, who's ran now for 6,000 yards. That doesn't happen um, out of nowhere. Those kids have worked their butts off and their tails off to be that good. Um, you know, some of the bigger schools, some other people may say, oh, they gave him the ball 40 times a game. Well, he's been hit 40 times a game at least, too. You know, that's it's an awesome, awesome awesome thing and I'm, I'm hoping we get a chance to get Ty on so you can talk to Ty and get to know a little bit about um, Ty but man that's an, that's an awesome feat. Well uh, he didn't even play every quarter you know I mean right I mean he was there was I think he, did he miss a whole game or something once he missed he missed uh, three-fourths of a game he was injured in the first quarter with a concussion in one game that he played and I believe that was against Cedar Falls. So you know I mean it's just uh you know, it's just an amazing accomplishment. So uh, we had to come up with a nickname for him, and it's uh, we're gonna, we're calling him Bad Bad Ty Kozad from here on out. <laughs> yeah, he he's a really good kid, you know, and he's also not one of those guys that's uh, a two hundred and twenty pound running back either. He's he's a he's a he's a what would they say light in the britches? Is that the comment that they used to say about people back in the day? A little bit light in the britches. Um, Kids had a spectacular season. Yeah, and, never uh, said that about me, but they had said that about uh, <laughs> some people. He, 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 yep, he, he deserves all that uh, he's been given. It's been a, you know, maybe I'm a defensive person, but man, it's been an offense. The scoreboard's been lit up by a lot of great offensive players on this side of the state um, the last couple weeks, and, and it's been fun to sit back and watch. Yeah, it's uh, uh, a lot of teams left on the sidelines. After this week, uh, the, the, there isn't that many. If you're in 3A, 4A, or 5A, they don't take very many teams to the playoffs. You know? 16. 16 teams. Yeah, they take 32 in the small schools. Yep. And so yep. it's the, the road to the playoff is rough. So uh, most of the, you know, look, there's only, uh, you know, 16 teams at each level left in the state right now. So if you're still alive, cherish it. And if you're not, we salute you because it was, you just, you gave us so many thrills and excitements and you meant so much to each and every community that you played in and uh, uh, we'll just have to buckle our seatbelts and see uh, how many teams we can get into the next round. What do you think? Uh, I think uh, in our viewing area and what you guys do on the podcast, I got a feeling we got to, the next couple of weeks, we're not going to be, 
be quiet of talking about. We're going to have some things to talk about. We're going to still have a bunch of teams. I don't know if it's going to get to a point where we don't really have a team to talk about. I, I think there's a good chance that some of the teams that you guys have covered and and that are that we expanded to, you guys have expanded to as a podcast, uh, are going to be there when it comes to the semifinals uh, and the championship in the Dome. Well, uh, is there anything we didn't get to talk about you wanted to talk about? Man, I am uh, – the throat is dry. I am I am ready to sit back here and enjoy uh, watching some of this Iowa game. I'm heading up to Cedar Falls this afternoon to catch the uh, the UNI Panthers game. Um, we've got some contacts with some of their their great players in their defensive backfield. They're gonna um, give us some tickets, and we're gonna come up and watch them. And, and then I'm just gonna look forward to chatting with my kids about the playoffs. It's an exciting time. It's stuff you don't forget. Um, my last two years of high school, we were in the playoffs both years, and there are memories that um, 20, 30 years, I, I still don't uh, – they haven't gone outside the brain yet. I still have them in there. So it's, it's a fun time. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm excited to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. All right. Well, uh, thanks for being with us, and uh, we'll tag this uh, Ty Kozan interview onto the back of this episode. So uh, thanks for all you did this year. Thanks for all your information. Uh, you know, but not just you, everybody, you know, every member that we talk to is a finger on the hand and they all contribute a lot and you contribute a lot because, you know, you, you have this rich, uh, backyard of football that you share with us and the rest of the state. And, uh, uh, it's helped us. It's helped our podcast tremendously. It's helped high school football tremendously. And, uh, you're a great guy and, and thanks for everything you did this year. Yeah, not a problem. Again, thank you for uh, kind of helping me expand uh, my knowledge of football in the state of Iowa and uh, getting to know some of these kids from other programs that I may not. Um, without your show, you know, as we've talked about this, you guys do this for all the right reasons. Some of the reasons you guys are doing this is to get kids' names out there. It's the same reason I coach these kids, is to get them a chance to play in college. So uh, it's been fun having a great partnership with you guys this season. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, I'm going to let you go. All right. Thank you.